welcome to the Grapeseed Official Podcast. We haven't had a 10 things in a while where we have a Grapeseed coach on to talk about their experiences. We're bringing it back today with our guest, Lynn, a longtime coach in Vietnam. Welcome to the show, Lynn. Hi, Adam. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. Very, very exciting stuff. Number one, what is your favorite component and unit? I have to say that every time I listen to this question in the other episodes, um, they hit me very well because um, it's so hard to choose because like in Gravesit, there are a lot of components and units as well. But the one, the one component that pops in my mind would be the dancing peak from, from unit four. Okay. Yeah. Why is, why about, why dancing pig from unit four? I like the content of the story. Yeah. So uh, for audience who haven't got the chance to, to read this one. So dancing peak is a story about a farmer uh, called Farmer Brown. And yeah, one day he's very sad and his animal friends do something to help him happy. Yeah. So that is, um, yeah, the, the summary of the story Dancing Peak. So the reason why I like this one is because it not only teaches the language that the kids can use in the classroom and like in real life, it talks about that awareness of others feeling. And also it teaches if you notice someone not very happy, is if someone is in trouble, then we can do something to, to help him. Yeah. So it's not about the, just language, but also a, a life lesson that we can pick up, not only for kids, but also for adults as well. Yeah. So that's why, yeah, like uh, the dancing peak. Mm. Yeah. Excellent. Is unit four your favorite unit as well? Nope. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite unit? I like eights, yeah, the most, because there are a lot of cool components that we teach in unit eight. Uh, yeah, so firstly, we've got the action activity called teacher says. Yeah, my all-time favorite components besides the dancing pig. Yeah, so in this component, um, yeah, kids have fun. They've got mental and physical breaks. Um, they listen to the teacher's comment and physically respond to, yeah, to, to the comments. And that can create a lot of fun in the classroom. And also in unit eight, we have um, let's start reading cards. Yeah, so we've got the cards with a few words and kids, they learn to decode the words and put them in the sentences. Yeah, for teachers, you may be familiar with air writing, saying the sound of the letter from unit one to seven. And now this effort pays off because we can see that kids, they start to, to plan their sounds they learn sound from unit one to seven, and now they learn um, how to blend the sounds to make the words and how to make the words in, into the sentences. So we can see that kids um, not only just say the sounds, but also they can say the full sentences. And also I like the song, I always like today from unit eight. It, it talks about, so in daily life, we we focus too much on yesterday and tomorrow. Yeah, we, we're concerned about what, the things that we did and the things that will happen tomorrow, but we do not focus much on the presence. Listening to this song helps to remind me about the importance of presence as well. Yeah, so I like, I always like today is, yeah, one of the songs that I like, I really like about, yeah, in Gravesit. Perfect. All things with good life lessons. Number mm -hmm. two here, yeah. what is a cool thing you have seen in the classroom recently? I've got the chance to visit a unit two class with a very, very chill teacher. And, and in unit two, we've got a poem called Umbrella. 
And after uh, she teaches the components umbrella, she asks the students a question like, why is the umbrella point to the sky? <laughs> I sat at the back of the class and I thought, oh, why? I'm not, I'm not sure the answer. And one of the kids, they stood up and they, they answered very confidently. They said, because the water is from the sky. So I said, oh, yeah, yeah, the rain is from the sky. So the umbrella needs to, to point to the sky. Yes, yeah, so we can see that from the, this example, the students, they haven't learned the word rain yet, but still they can use some some words, some basic words that, have, that, that they have learned in communicating with others. Yeah, so that is a very cool experience that I've seen in the classroom when I do the on-site visits. That does sound very cool. It's nice to hear when kids try to use whatever language they have, even if they don't have like the specific vocabulary yet, like rain, like you're talking about. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, even though they just unit two, but like can say that, yeah, the, the full sentence, the very cute response, explanation. Yeah. So that's something I, yeah, I remember for a long time now. Excellent. <clears throat> what is your favorite extra time activity to get kids using language from the components? I like the activity called turn and talk. Yeah, so basically at the end of the class, um, the teachers can ask students to, yeah, to make a circle. And yeah, and they can uh, practice asking and answering questions using the language from the chants that they've been learning. Yeah, for example, in unit three, we've got the chant, what is it? Is it a something? Yeah, so they can choose a prop from the classroom and pass, and each person can have a prop and they use uh, the prop and use a language to, to practice asking and answering questions with friends. Yeah, so they, they will turn to the friend, ask and answer, and then the next person will turn to the next friend. Yeah, and things like that. Yeah, that's really a valuable activity to use, and it, it works really for any unit, right? You can use that with unit one all the way up to unit 40. Mm -hmm. That's right, yeah. Changing gears a little bit, on the professional development side of the portal, what videos do you recommend most to teachers? I would pick the master teacher course on the teacher training site. They're the ones that show you and other <laughs> coaches as well yeah yeah so i would definitely choose that i like these these videos is because there's a lot of insightful information in many aspects for us to learn and grow as well as a great teacher and these videos cover like multiple topics yeah and they can be beneficial for both new teachers as well as like experienced teachers as well i agree Obviously, you're very knowledgeable about Grapeseed and what we do, but not everybody's perfect. What is one mistake you have made teaching Grapeseed that stands out? <laughs> one mistake? Uh, can I list out like many, many mistakes? Let, let's let, let's let's just do one. We don't we don't have the the longest podcast in the world here. If we if we go with all of them, well, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe you've only made like two mistakes ever. So choose one. <laughs> Yeah, I will talk about one and then I'll come back with another episode to talk um, about the rest. <laughs> okay. When I was teaching, yeah, remember that uh, I was uh, preparing for, for unit two. It is all about how I prepared the materials to teach. So at that time, I did spend some time glancing through all the components before I taught the first lesson. 
Um, and I thought at that time, I thought that it would be very easy because um, I've got everything I need on the teaching materials, the text, the demonstration, the, like the pictures. And I just need to be there, tell the story, or to the picture and do some gestures. Yeah, I thought it would be very, very easy. But actually, things were different, like things were totally different when I when I taught the actual class. Specifically, I had struggle reading the text because the text, like the teaching materials now, they didn't face me anymore. So at home, I have my computer and I read text from the computer. So very easy. But now because I have to hold the materials, yeah, I cannot read those very easily. Because I am not familiarized with the components, I had to look up the materials. Then I cannot maintain eye contact with the students. Yeah, like the, the, the level of, of engagement of the students, the level of concentration of the students, they didn't, they, they were not very good. Uh, and also when I realized heavily on the text, I cannot, I, I couldn't like stress on the important words and phrases. Uh, could not do the intonation as I wished. All of those had a big impact on my students' understanding and engagement. The lesson learned from that experience that I need to have a very careful and thorough preparation before the unit starts so I can engage students and also help them understand materials like as much as I can. Yeah, so that is um, yeah one mistake that stands out for me. A good lesson for all of us to remember. Next mm -hmm. up, number six, what are some meaningful decorations teachers can add to their classrooms? Mm. Uh, decorations. So when we talk about decoration, especially for young kids, it needs to be colorful and yeah, appealing to the kids. I would suggest that they can decorate the classroom wall with some demonstration of emotions. So in Brave we teach emotions as well, like angry, happy, thirsty, things like that. We can have um, yeah, several faces with emotions on the wall. And when students come to the class, they can have a line, like stand in a line. And when the teacher greets them, then they can one by one touch the faces on the wall to express the emotion. Yeah, so by that, the teacher can understand about each student's emotion within the day so they can adjust their instruction if needed to suit the student's emotion. Yeah, and that is, I think that is a very good way to, yeah, giving the students opportunity to express the emotions. Um, yeah. I love that idea. Tell me an aha or light bulb moment you've seen in the classroom where a student really made the connection between the language and the materials and using it naturally. Um, I'm trying to recall what happened. When this happened, when I did a non-site visit to the school and the teacher there, she was late a little bit. And when she came to the classroom, the kids saw that the teacher, she's got yeah, pretty dirty pants. It turned out that the teacher fell off the bike uh, when she was going to, to the class. And I, I seen that like one of the students, um, he asked a question like, when when you fell, do you say ouch? <laughs> yeah. And, and and finally I I understood that um these kids they haven't learned the word hurt yet. Okay, yeah. So hurt is taught in unit six, and at the moment the kids were in unit three or two only. Um they haven't learned the word yet, but they still can ask a question. 
and expressing their ideas, expressing their what they what their thoughts with um very basic words like do you say ouch when you fell? Yeah, so that is very a very cute moment when we see that um they do have a connection between what they learn and also yeah real life situations. Yeah. And that's such a good experience for the teacher too, because I, I can imagine like just being in those teacher's shoes. If you, if you fall off your bike, for example, and you show up mm -hmm. to school, like pretty much already, if you're that teacher, your day is kind of ruined already, or you feel like, mm -hmm. oh, it's just going to be a bad day. But then if one of your students comes up and asks you something like that, then that can turn your whole day around and turn something that was really negative into something that was really positive. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we know that someone cares about us. And yeah, so that is very, very emotional. Yeah, touching for the, for the teacher, I think. Mm. Next up, a lot of schools have started doing classes online because of COVID and other reasons. So tell us about a good class you've seen that involved online teaching. One of the classes that I saw and it was so good was a unit 12 taught by teacher Christy in yeah in Ho Chi Minh City the south of Vietnam yeah what I like about this class is that the teacher's level of energy was so good yeah the teacher was so energetic she cared about the students she had a very good facial expression and voice expression as well and yeah she she reinforced a belief in me that there's no problem with teaching online but actually, personally, I have to say, at first, I didn't believe in teaching online. Because like, I think that we should have like face-to-face -face interaction and the kids should have a lot of fun when learning with a teacher, when they can have some physical touch, things like that. But when I, yeah, when RaveSafe started with online teaching and when I got a chance to visit online classes and I can see that, no, online teaching, there's no problem with that when they have helpful preparation, when they've got a good level of energy, when they care about the kids, when they know the program very well and know the students very well, then they can be effective in teaching like regardless, online or offline. Yeah, so that is one very good example that um, I've got uh, regarding um, online teaching. Excellent. Next up, the best grapeseed teacher that you have seen, what has made them so great? I have to say that can be teacher David from from Titan, an English center in, in the central part of Vietnam. Yeah, I, I was so impressed by his, like the, the, the level of energy. Yeah, so the first time that I visited this this teacher uh, was three years ago when he first taught Grapesit. He was so energetic in the class. He tells a story very emotionally. He did very good gesture and very emo like meaningful activity in the class. And yeah, and, and I was so impressed by his, by his performance at that time. And during COVID, he had to teach online as well. And I can see that kind of like level of energy was still there. Yeah, so regardless on um, the platform, offline or online, he's so good. And now being back to, to offline classes, then yeah, the, the picture of, of David is still there. So yeah, I really, really appreciate and feel grateful for having those very good teachers to teach Gramsit and yeah, in, in my country. Sounds like a wonderful teacher. Last mm -hmm. question here. What is one piece of advice you want to give to a veteran Grapeseed teacher? A veteran 
a veteran teacher. One of that is that you, yeah, please teach the class as this is your first or your last website lesson. Yeah, the reason why I want you to give this a slide is that so veteran or experienced teacher, so they, they've got good skills. Right. And yeah, we tend and as um, the school owners and as English centers, we tend to give experienced teacher unit one class because like unit one is so challenging. We've got a lot of students. We have to teach them from the beginning, setting up rules in the class, setting up routines in the class. And yeah, everything is so, so it's so challenging. And also, um, yeah, the, the content of unit one, I must say, for teachers teaching for about three, four, five, or six years, they can teach unit one for millions of times. Like some songs they have sung a million times, a story they can read for millions of times. At times, we can feel that, oh, read again, or, oh, it's the hello song again. So maybe we can be not very interested with these materials at times. But for students, they need you. They need the level of energy. They need the level of the enthusiasm in the class, and they need you to, to help them learn, right? So, yeah, try to teach as this is your first class, like with very excitement, or your or your last lesson. Yeah, you have nothing, you have nothing next. That is something that I want to yeah, advise or just a, like a, a small tip to give veteran teacher. A great way to end the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today, Lynn. Yeah, thanks Adam for the good questions. Yeah. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to send them in to mailcarrier at grapeseed.com. And as always, thank you for listening and good luck in the classroom. Goodbye, my friends, goodbye. I'm sad to say goodbye. It was a good day, but now I will say goodbye, my friends, goodbye. Goodbye, everyone.